Now it's time for the ads. Now for the this ads. This is the time. This the is actual it. time. Uh, so you want to fire things off? You want me to get started? I'll, I can get started. You have I'm, a list of I'm things. actually quite excited because uh, Red Aspen, the beauty products that I am an affiliate for, are doing a 25% off site-wide sale. What? So everything is on sale for 25% off. You can do manicures, pedicures, lashes, full palettes of eyeshadow, blush, self-tanner, some of the most amazing body lotion you will ever use. Wow. <laughs> it's all 25% off. And when you spend $50, you get a special release set of nails. Wow. So get over to redaspenlove.com backslash Jesse Crutcher backslash. <laughs> spin those backslashes over That's there. That's right. And check it out. Check it out. Um, my my first ad that I'm going to talk about is one of my favorite things on the planet, and his name is Ian. Ooh, the Perry's This pixie. guy. I know. It's so exciting. So I say it all the time on, on the show when I talk about Ian and just in conversation with folks that I meet, like, and we've talked about this in other things, like, it is different to get information from an actual fan. Yes. Right? So, like, if you ask me questions about, like, social distortion or suicide silence or any right. other alliterative band, right? <laughs> right. Um, I could talk to you about it because I'm a fan. Yes. And that's more, it's more in-depth, right? I know right. little stupid stuff. Yeah. That, you know, just someone else wouldn't know. And that's why Ian kicks so much ass as a travel agent because yes. he is a fan of the places he sends you to. Yes. So much, in fact, he's there now. He's actually there. <laughs> so this guy, to rub it in. I know. He is at the... Uh, the Lodge at yes, Animal Kingdom. Yes, the Animal Kingdom Lodge. This dude takes a video from his balcony to show me, and there's four giraffe out there. I know. And it sucked. It's amazing. <laughs> but it was like, he had asked me, like, where do you want to stay? I'm like, dude, I want to stay where I can see those giraffe outside my window. Yeah. And he's like, look at this. I'm like, oh, I hate you, but I love you so much. Um, but that's the kind of experience that he's all about making you have as well. So yes. if you are interested in taking a vacation, I don't care where it is, but specifically Disney, Universal, Disney Cruise Line, Sandals, Hit up Ian. Just go to traviscrutcher.com backslash pixie Ian to schedule your next trip with him. He is a rock star, so check that out. Um, also brought to you by teamhopelifters.com, which is my little space on the interwebs. Um, still getting that facelift where it's, it's slow, <laughs> but... All the things are there. So if you are looking to work on your nutrition, work on your fitness, if you just need a little burst of hope and a community to do all that in, I am here for that and I am here for you. Reach out to me. Um, you can go through the website or you can also find me on Instagram at Team Hopelifters. Check it out. Yes. I got distracted. I yeah. think you saw me get distracted. I just noticed that our children have put a balloon retainer on top of one of my Drill Sergeant of the Cycles trophies. <laughs> so on top of his hat is a little retainer thing yeah. for balloons. Anyway. It's probably in case it was raining. Right. <laughs> those <laughs> those Drill Sergeants existed, and boy, were they well-received. <laughs> Not really. Right. Anyway, uh, the show is also brought to you by TravisCrutcher.com. I am stoked. Yes. Because I get to finally say it out loud. Ooh, here we go. Um, Lay it on it, us. And it is only going to get better. Yes. But, so the, the thing I've been teasing for a long time is mm -hmm. finally going to see its first... The first little bit of the genie is going to be let out of the bottle the first <laughs> two weeks of December. Oh, and it's right around the corner. So what I'm doing is I'm launching a program yes. called Immediate Resilience. It's going to be available at TravisCrutcher.com probably before the end of the first year. But what I'm doing first is I'm going to do a founders group. Nice. So I will just say the numbers on the show because people are going to want to know. Mm -hmm. that When this thing rolls out, it's going to be close to $1,000. Right. Um, and it's going to be lifetime access. What I'm doing for this is this founders group, 
I'm going to do live. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it in person. It's not going to be evergreen cool. content for them. They're going to get to do all the stuff. I'm going to be teaching one-on-one with me. And then they'll still have access right. to all the evergreen stuff that's going to be there. So that is going to start on December the 5th. So mm-hmm. if you want to get in on the founder's deal, just go to traviscrutcher.com backslash immediate resilience. You can bet your ass. I'm going to put the link in the description of this episode. <laughs> There's going to be a pop-up to yes. make it super easy for you. The pop-up is there for people who want to join the founders group. Nice. Read it, click on it, use the promo code founder, mm-hmm. and it will be only $200. Ooh. This is the only time I'm doing it, though. Yeah. So if you want to get in on the ground floor, you want to actually be able to give feedback and get feedback from right. a, a live group of individuals, Very this is cool. the time. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. You know, we're going to blitz through this thing in two weeks. It's going to be awesome, two sessions a week, and just get some killer resiliency tools to kind of jumpstart the next year. Yeah. So, well, and what a great thing right before the holidays, right before the new year, all the things. It's I, going to be amazing. I can tell you I use every resiliency skill I've got over the holidays yep. because I don't want a bunch of people around. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Everybody gets stressed during the holidays. Of course they do. You got family around, you're going to need resiliency right. skills. I promise. Everybody's excited times a million. Times so. a million and one. <laughs> That's how excited I am. So head over to trashcoach.com backslash resilience. Use the promo code founder yes. at checkout and you will save over 80% That's off awesome. the content. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Anything else? I think that'll do it. All right. Without further uh. Or do. On with their show. Five. So, uh, a couple things to talk about right off the top of the cup. Oh, the top of the cup. It's still not a real saying. No. Joey Tynes knows what I'm talking about. That's right. We'll use Um, it anyway. All right. So, anyway, a couple things. We have failed brilliantly this month in delivering any of the Thanksgiving-themed content that we had planned. Right. Like, a month and a half in advance. We Mm -hmm. had all the episodes for this month lined out and ready to rock. We were ready. And so, in the best possible way, we screwed that up (laughs) and delivered other stuff that we wanted to talk about in the moment. Right. Hashtag our show. Um, (laughs) Tonight, though, is seemingly better than last week because last week you had no idea what I was going to talk about. Right. Right. (laughs) Until I started talking. This week, we've at least narrowed it down to two topics. Mm -hmm. And so, now, you're not as unprepared for what I'm going to say next. That's true. You at least got a heads up. It's going to be one of the two things. <laughs> That's right. And even as I'm monologuing, I'm still deciding. Are you? I am. Hmm. Pull the trigger, Look at right? That. Yeah, that's right. Pull Make the a trigger. Uh, so let's go with the one that makes me think of Peter Pan. Okay. Um, so the topic this week is going to be what do you want to be when you grow up? Excellent. Um, <laughs> the reason for that, there was two that were like top of mind for me, mm-hmm. but this one, it it's a little deeper, I think, than the other one. Yeah. Or at least. Seemingly so for me. Mm-hmm. So I put up a post on social media just about that question, right? right? And I was like kind of saying, you know, when we were kids and we got asked that question, man, we were like fucking Johnny on the spot. Like, I'm going to do this. Right. And it was always something, boom, like big. Like, I'm going to be an astronaut right. or I'm going to be a celebrity or right. whatever. I'm going to be a movie star. <laughs> right. And I will say I did in second grade. I put this in the post. So he's been on front street already. It's cool. Um, <laughs> like a kid in my class, Sal. Mm-hmm. goes, I'm going to be a trash truck driver. Yeah. Or he, you know, I think he said trash man. He mm-hmm. wasn't even that sophisticated at the right. time, right? 
And, and the teacher was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, hey, my brother's a trash man. He makes good money. I was like, that is a sensible young man. <laughs> right. He was able to outline Look some at that. good reasons. Why not? Go for it. But so, you know, <laughs> except for Sal, everyone had a big idea of what they were going to do. And then none of that shit happened. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> and what I said in the post is like, you know, we were we weren't going to let anything stop us. Right. No, you know, Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Nothing's going to stop us. Someone's singing that shit in their car right now. <laughs> That's right. Um, nothing was going to stop us. Yeah. And then we let everything stop us. The whole fucking planet <laughs> showed up and was like, uh-uh. Right. And, and like, we listened. Oh, hang on. <laughs> That's the dumb part is we listened. Yeah. Yeah. So the post went on to talk about, like, it's not over. No. Like, and I, you know, I'm lucky because I joined the military so young. So mm. mentally I was probably still 12. <laughs> and the cool thing about being in the infantry is you kind of cap out at 23. <laughs> and so I still feel like I'm, you know, right. early 20s and will probably stay there for the remainder of my life. <laughs> so for me, it's like, oh, I'm still waiting to grow up. I don't yeah. I don't have to pick yet. Right, right. <laughs> and so that, that was the post, like, what do you want to be? And the idea is, like, it's not over. You right. You can still pick. Right. I think the, the lucky part for you, the lucky or... It's not unlucky, but it can be challenging <laughs> is for, you know, for you, when you retired from the army, it was very much like, okay, now right. what do you want to do? Right. You, you get to pick and it's, it is, it's really exciting. And yet it's also like, well, what, what do I do now? When you and I have talked about that before, <laughs> when, when it was like, I'm getting ready to retire. And yeah. then the question of what's next. And I, I, I remember like. In, in these classes where you have to go <laughs> right. and everyone's transitioning and retiring, it's like, what's next? And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, what's next? Right, I, I did I, it. I did the thing. I did the thing. I now I get whole, to go home and chill, a right? A whole-ass career. What are you talking about? What's next? The whole-ass career. A whole-ass career. But then you realize, like, oh, I've got the better part of, like, 60%, 70% of my life right, left. Right, right. And what you're not somebody next? that just wants to sit around all the time and do nothing. Oh, unless you guys want to just be miserable. <laughs> you you like to have a mission and a <laughs> have something to do. And and so it it was a a blessing even though there was some struggle in trying to figure it out that you got to have a very definitive what's next. And yet. And I think a lot of people, <laughs> <laughs> right? I think a lot of people though, it's like they they have the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? And it's like, well, it's not really what I'm doing now, but I don't really know when I can stop doing what I'm doing now right. to get to do right. the thing that I want to do when I grow up. And one of the points I brought up, and, you know, because when I was a kid, I, I still remember making a T-shirt mm -hmm. with this on it, with my very, you know, amazing artistic abilities. Um, but it was a, what do you want to be when you grow up t-shirt mm -hmm. and you got to draw it with Sharpie. So it looked really good. Right. Um, and, and, and it was on, you know, a white t-shirt. There's like three sizes too big. You can yeah. wear it to sleep in. Shut up. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so yes, we all can, you guys know what I'm talking them. about. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, anyway, I could go on about the shirt. Right, yeah. Probably folks like enough of the shirt, Travis. Um, it's never enough, but it, it said, I want to be a rock star mm -hmm. and a stand up comedian. Because if you had asked me in that moment in time, who are your two favorite people on the planet? Yeah. This could shock some people. But, well, if you said three, I would have said Elvis Presley, mm -hmm. Sam Kinison, and Andy Kaufman. Those are like my three favorite people on the planet when I made this t-shirt. I'm like, I'm doing both of them shits. Right. right? <laughs> Do it all. And, and I was convinced. There was nothing you were going to tell me that could convince me otherwise that I could not do both those things. Right. Right? Right. And so what's crazy is, you know, I can kind of look at where I am now. Mm-hmm. 
And I get to be on stages. Right. In front of people. Yeah. Covered in tattoos. That's right. So I look kind of metal. That's right. And I get a few laughs. (laughs) Yes, you do. When I'm doing my talks. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, huh, I got to do both. Right. But had I stopped at, I missed it. I didn't do what I wanted to do when I grew up. I'd never get there. Right. Or if I told myself, well, I'm growing up, I can't do that now. Bullshit. <laughs> right, right. You already, it's already passed. No, right. there's no, I think that's the other thing. It's like we are our oldest. He is staring down the barrel of a senior year in high school. <laughs> and it is overwhelming. And I remember being in his position and thinking, oh, there's so many decisions that have to be made. Right. And, and whatever I do, it's going to be final. This is it for the rest of my life. This <laughs> you is know? it. This last thing. <laughs> and... I, you know, at, at this stage in my life, at 40, being able to talk to him and say, whatever you pick now is great for now. Right. But that doesn't mean you have to do it for forever. Yeah. And it's totally fine to go to school for four years and graduate and be like, oh, I actually am going to do this. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'll tell you what, the more we talk about this, the more I feel like I'm going to throw you another curveball. Okay. And I'm just going to bring both topics together. Mm. Um, because kind of what we're talking about is the idea of, because we reach a certain point in life where we're doing all the things that we should. Yes. Right. And that's, you know, my saying about you're letting the world should all over you. Right. I have a client that loves that saying, by yeah. the way. No, he, I. He yeah. can't say the other thing. Um, <laughs> well, he can, but he might get looked at funny. So we let the world should all over us. Yeah. And stop us from doing those things. Right. And, and we start to believe, you know, if it's been, you know, like I was in a career for a long time. Right. And so you would get on the backside of that, like a little bit broken, little little VA disability rocking <laughs> and go, well, I can never do that thing. Yeah. Right? It seems impossible. Right. And so you believe it's impossible. If you talk to close family and friends, man, those cool people a lot of times say, yeah, you're right, dude, that's impossible. Right. It, it is really, let me just say, it's like it, it really is discouraging um, how many people we know who have their close ones unsupportive most, of what their dreams are. It's odd. Most people I know that the, the ones that are the biggest naysayers are close ones. Which is so strange. It's like, you know, fuck it's you, like, dude. I know. I'm it's sorry. Like, the thing is, is like, I, for me, my my immediate family growing up, they were very much of the mindset, oh, you can do anything. Right. Like, you're, you're amazing, and you can do it. If you put your mind to it, you can do it. Right. And so that was, you know. And we met. And you're like, oh, that's not how you grew up at all. (laughs) Well, it's true. It was, it was very eye opening to me that it was like, there are people who don't go to bed every night with a hug and a kiss. (laughs) And you know what I mean? Like, it's not that there wasn't struggle in my family or that there weren't bad things that happened or things that we had to overcome. But at the end of the day, we all knew we loved each other and we all knew this guy was you know, not right. even the limit. It, it was it was whatever that individual wanted. Right. And that's the thing with, with this notion of impossibility. Right. It's like, you know, we were, the, both of these topics, because that was the other one, nothing's impossible, right? right. <laughs> and we're going to get into it a little more now, but both of these topics were kind of spawned around the exact same time. Yeah. And and I'm going to tell a couple stories to prove my point, right? Okay. Um, so a couple weeks ago, this is the idea of impossibility, right? Mm. Nothing is fucking impossible. Like, yeah. and I, when I say nothing, I mean nothing. Okay. Right. And my, the saying I started saying a couple weeks ago that I'm going to stick with for the rest of my life now <laughs> is everything was impossible right up until somebody did it. Right. Everything. Right. Walking, breathing, blinking, right. all that shit was impossible. Well, I mean, fire, building right. a, a hut, building a wheel. A, you know, right. It was I all mean, impossible. All those things, until right. did, so when you, you face something that you go, oh, this is impossible. Yeah. It's not. So we've had two. 
a lot of impossible things in the last week that we made possible. Right, yeah. But one of them is really cool. So mm-hmm. the whole planet is maybe aware that there's a young lady named Taylor Swift. Right. <laughs> who is doing kind of a big deal to her. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, and our, our oldest daughter came home a couple weeks ago and said, Dad, you know that Taylor's going on tour? I'm like, I did not. Right. And so as she's speaking, I'm already Googling tickets. Right, yeah. And I'm, I'm looking like, damn, it's going to be like 800 bucks just to get nosebleeds. But I was like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm committed. Like some... Somehow or another, she's going, because I know that's a, a, a life-changing thing for her, right. right? Yes, yes. And I remember getting done with that conversation with her, and I looked you dead in the eye and go, I'm getting those fucking tickets. Yes. <laughs> and you're you like, how? I'm like, I don't know. Right. But I'm getting those tickets. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so long story short, if you haven't been paying attention to the outrage on the internet, no one who was supposed to be able to get tickets got tickets. Right. Right. So let me, <laughs> I'll take the next three seconds to be the most hated guy in America. I got two tickets. You did. I got VIP <laughs> tickets yes, and box did. seats. <laughs> <laughs> and free parking. I know. It's um, incredible. And I got them. And I did what I said I was going to do. Yep. Nothing's impossible, right? Right. And and what's crazy is around the same time as that was going on, mm-hmm. our middle daughter was right. kind of talking about, she she loves to sing. Yes, yes. And so there was a, she wants to try out for a solo. And she's like, yeah, but there's never been a sixth grader that's done it. And like all these never, never, nevers, right? Right. right. And so basically it's impossible. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this is one of my favorite stories. You know this story and it's true. And some people will remember this. But when she was talking about it, I got hit with this story from when I was growing up. Tony Hawk, mm-hmm. professional skateboarder. Yeah. Um, in case you don't know, he's a, a professional skateboarder, vert skater, like extraordinaire, kind of mm-hmm. revolutionized the sport in some ways, um, in a lot of ways. And he said he was going to do a 900. What that means is five full rotations in the air in before the air. he comes back down. Right. The right. That's a lot. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> Up to this point, 720 was like the max yeah. ever, anyone had ever done. He said he was going to do it. He ate shit like thousands of times oh in between yeah. x games the next x games he shows up and fucking nails it. and nailed it yeah. first person Amazing. in history to do that guess what happens the next year somebody else did it he lands it again <laughs> and so does bucky lassick yep because now it's possible right you've seen it done once and so that's i a, can do it too a, a wordy setup for not only is nothing impossible right but once you fucking do it yeah you said it's possible for everyone else right and that's the part that gives you goosebumps. Right. That's the part where it's like, you worked hard enough to achieve your dream, but you've also worked hard enough for more people to achieve their dreams. Right. And that's the really exciting part. And that's the thing. If you're if you're waiting on it, if you're trying to convince yourself that it's not possible, right. And then because of that, you'll you'll never take the steps to do what you really want to do when you grow up. Yeah. Man, you were cheating yourself out of the life you dreamed of as a kid. Yeah. And everybody else, because like we're just saying, you're right. opening the door for other people to do the same thing. You have some responsibility to your fellow human to go after yes. what it is you want to do. You don't know what opportunity is going to come along the way, what doors you're going to unlock for yourself. It may completely change. You may end up doing something totally different, right. but it is going to be an adventure and it's going to be exciting. So, so don't... Not get on the ride, <laughs> and you know, it, <laughs> because you think you missed it. Stand in line a little longer. <laughs> it's it's a relative thing, right? Right. You know, and I've used this story before, but if you would ask me five years ago, like Travis, what what is the most impossible thing you can think of? I would right. have said, oh well, haha. If I got to wear like jeans and Chuck Taylors and talk to a bunch of people and get paid money, right? <laughs> and you would have been like, "That's crazy, That's right?" Uh, not so fast, bitch. Right? You exactly. know, like exactly. But if I had bought into that notion, because yes. that obviously, when I when I first entered into this industry, I was like, mm, 
you know, all the imposter syndrome, even though I had plenty of stories and life lessons, yes, all, the yes. good, all the things you would need to empower you to be a good coach. Right. But I still didn't buy it. Right. But then I looked around and there were other people who had done it already. Yeah. Well, if they can fucking do it, right? Right. Exactly. And I, I think that's that's the thing is that, you know, it, you don't have to be doing what someone else is doing to chase your dream. Right. <laughs> you know, it's your dream. But you can use the model that someone else used to get to their dream. Right. So it, it doesn't have to all be the same thing. That that would be boring. <laughs> you know? But, but, you know, to really... Really think about what is it that you want to be. And that's what's crazy. And you and I both have conversations with our respective clients where it kind of goes back to that. What did you want to do when you were a kid? Yeah. Right? Right. What was your dream as a little kid? What did you want to be when you grew up? And then they get to it. And and because we're such like, well, yeah, go do that kind of people. That's our first response. Okay, why don't you do that? Yeah. And what is their response? Well, that's impossible now. Right. Everybody, everybody, if you, if... When you are approached with that, with you or I, someone says that and we're like, oh, that's awesome. You should do that. Right. If it's our, I mean, even our own kids are like, well, yeah. maybe that might be a little bit outlandish. Right. <laughs> and we're like, no, no, no. Look, look how it makes perfect sense. You can do this and then you can do this and you can do this. And they're like, oh, it really is possible. The thing is, is I think people, you they're expecting that answer. The kids in school are expecting that right. answer. The people at work are expecting that answer because we feel like, we have our path that's already laid out for us. We get hired on as the cashier and then we move up to the manager of the right. front lanes and then Ooh. we move up to the manager of the, you know, and you Preach. Keep, you move up through the, through the ranks and it's like, well, there's no, there's no breaking that. I'm, yeah. I'm locked in and you're not locked in. And that, you're not. man, that, that goes back to like our, we've talked about, don't let the role define you define the role. And I think that may be another point to bring up is yeah. that, you know, I had the whole career. Right. And you would think that long in an organization, be, being in leadership and all the things, that I would become completely inundated by that. That, yeah. that would become my identity. <laughs> right. Man, not even close. No. Not even close. No. Like, I stayed, I stayed punk rock and skater guy the yes. whole damn time. Right. I was in the service. Yeah. And you and you loved your time in I service. I loved my job. I loved you what loved I did and at so every if, level. Right. So if you are in a position right now that you love... And you are doing what you wanted to do when you grew up. Right. Then you need to start looking for the people around you who are floundering. Oh, yeah. And and you just you just know maybe they love what they're doing, but they're just not feeling it. They're just not embracing all of it. Help them to embrace all of it. Because it's one of the things that you say, you know, in those positions, you're, you are training your replacement so that you can move on to bigger and better right. things. So take those people under your wing and, and help them, you know, really develop the skills and be excited about what they're doing so that you get to move on to the next thing and they get to move on to the next thing. Man, you, you're just triggering me left and right. Cause now it's like, <laughs> I have to go into kind of like a leadershipism. Yeah. But because what you're saying is absolutely true, but there's, there's a caveat there. A caveat means warning, by the way, for anyone who uses that shit wrong all the time. Right, right. It's not in, in addition <laughs> it's to. It's not more than right. every commander I ever knew. Um, right. Talking to you, Soggy. Anyway. <laughs> Who's the other person? Oh, it was Brett. Oh, yeah. Brett caveats like crazy. And and But he, and when he was on the show, if he you haven't said, listened, he went back and gave the whole definition and was like, use it properly. Right. <laughs> so... <laughs> but what you're talking about is true in as much as like if you can empower others to 
to go after their dreams, to do what they want to do, right. then it will ultimately benefit you. But here's the tough part is when you realize that they're not supposed to be there. Right. <laughs> yeah. And not because they suck. Right. But because they've got way more potential yes. and passion for something way better. Not right. better. That may be Just the different. wrong verbiage. Just different. But and I've been there before. Yeah. And it's like, man, I've had some fucking killers. Yeah. Just straight savages that I worked with that I'm like, I would keep you and clone you if I could. Right. But you need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Don't be a hoarder. <laughs> and it's tough, man, because yeah. then you've got to you've got to kind of balance both where right. you've got to kind of coax them into the idea that they're worth more than what yes. they're doing. And you have to lose, you know, your shiny penny, which right. sucks for everybody. Yes. But that's a tough, a tough moment, not just in leadership, but in life. When you see someone, yes. go ahead. I mean, it, that's exactly what we're doing with our oldest right now. Right. We are going to create this gap in our family so that we can coax him into being his best self right. and living the life that he oh, wants to live. I'm cry. I know, you know, but and it's it's it is really exciting, but it's it is scary. And in the same way, when you're in a workplace and you're you really work well with someone, or you really you know have a strong bond with somebody, to encourage them to go off someplace else, so you're like, am I crazy? Right. Same thing with your kids. Am I crazy to send them away to to encourage them to go? Yeah, go live with your friends. Go do the you know. And, it's and that's like, kind of what we're talking about. And it's man, somehow or another, we forced gummed our way into a good like wrap up of all of it. <laughs> is that. If you are, let's say you're one of the fortunate few that is doing what you wanted to do as a kid, even right. if that changed and morphed throughout your life, you are living your passion and your dreams. Right. It, like you already said, you, it is now your responsibility in some regards to look around you and help those who aren't. Right. Which is why I love what I do so much, which is why yes. you love what you do so much. Yes. Is I get to talk to people face to face and ask them, what is it you wanted to do when you were a little kid? Right. This. Why don't you do it? It's impossible. Bullshit. Right. I get to show you <laughs> that that's wrong. Right. And that's the crazy part is there's so, so often people just say, because I can't. Right. Because it's not possible for me to do that anymore. Right. It is. 100%. It is possible. Maybe it takes you a little longer to get there. Maybe it takes, you know, burning the midnight oil, maybe <laughs> whatever it takes. You need to make the effort to find that fulfillment. Right. And and the thing, you know, it. Chasing impossible becomes addicting. I yeah. warn you. Right? right. That because, you know, I'll we've talked about it before, but when we first started this, yeah. <laughs> we're like, man, if we could even get globally ranked, that'd be crazy. Right. And then it was top ten percent. Oh, top five percent. So oh, that's top two percent. <laughs> right. Top one percent. Top point five percent. What the fuck is going on? Right. <laughs> Look at the numbers, thousands of downloads every day. Like, what yeah. the hell? Well, I mean, like for me. My my you know dream was to not necessarily ever behind right. be behind a microphone. Don't talk ever. <laughs> right, right. Let me let me just stand back in the corner. <laughs> and so, for me to to even be here, right. to be sitting behind a microphone, to have people that listen to what I say and laugh with me when I'm laughing or or Your whatever. Your laugh it gets is. more juice from this show than <laughs> any words I ever say. I'm, I get comments every week. Her laugh is inf yeah, I got it. <laughs> Fucking whatever <laughs> but it is it is crazy because i love it right it is so much fun i feel so fulfilled and it makes me want to do it more and right. it, and it's to the point now where it's like i have talks written i have workshops created i have i have things to say and i would have never 
if somebody asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? That was not my my answer. And yet having this be my answer now is like so exciting. (laughs) But what's crazy is that wasn't overnight. Right? No. Oh, my gosh. And no, so, the first, I mean, let's go way, way back. And the first time I ever sat behind a microphone with you, yeah. the little red light came on on a mic that we were sharing. Right. And I totally froze up. We had to, like all the color drained out of my face. I think we did five takes on Welcome to the Show. Right. Yeah. It was yeah, just, it, it was, was a mess. <laughs> but the point to that is, you know, impossible takes a little time. Right. It takes some effort. It was something I decided I want to do this. I want to love it. I want to enjoy it. And so we just kept right on forging on. And that would be my (laughs) challenge to folks when you hear this is impossible is going to take some time. Yeah. But it doesn't mean it's impossible. Right. And I would would challenge you to look back at the first half of your life and and know that you know that it's, if you got asked when you were seven, it ain't going to take you 33 years right. to beat this impossible. It'll take you 33 years to get over the red light on the mic. Now you're like, right. let's do this shit. Let's do it. So, yeah, impossible is going to take some time. Yeah. But not longer than you've spent not doing it. Right. Exactly. So do that thing. That's right. Do more of that. Be brave. Stretch your comfort zone. You know what the fuck you wanted to be when you were a kid? That's I got right. all kinds of comments, man. People want to be ballerinas. I, I had know, one say she wanted it. to be a unicorn. And the person who said she wanted to be a unicorn, Julie. Yeah. God damn. If anyone could be a unicorn, if, yes. if they if there was put the their mind embodiment yep. of a unicorn, I think she might be it. I feel like sparkles just come out of She could figure out the science <laughs> if she eyes. really put her mind to it. She <laughs> yeah. could figure it out. So Okay, so when you were asked as a kid, you wanted to be a stand up comedian. Yes. Or a rock star. Yes. No, both. <laughs> both. Simultaneously. Simultaneously. Yes. <laughs> when I was a kid, if somebody asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, um, my first answer was a physical therapist, which was completely indicative of my circumstances in my family. Right. Right. <laughs> and I actually went through school, got accepted into a program, and I turned it down so that we could get married. My bad. And no, it was the best decision I ever made. And well, the, yeah, it is now. <laughs> and, the, and the crazy part, I knew it in the moment, too. <laughs> and the crazy part is... Now, what I'm doing in my fitness and nutrition coaching is very similar to the feeling that I wanted to give people by being a physical therapist. And so... You you have helped so many people work back from injury. (laughs) Yeah. Because you'll show them alternate exercises, ways to work around the energy, strength. I mean, eh, injury, strength, and all that good stuff. Like, you're getting to do it. Yes, I am getting to do it. And I think the other thing, too, is I have... As I've gotten older... Um, one of the things that, you know, is really my kind of banner that I wave is of hope that no matter where you are, what you're healing from physically, emotionally, spiritually, there is hope. And you can, if you want to start in the gym (laughs) and prove to yourself, you can do hard things. Yeah. And I just think it's really crazy. I would have never from someone saying, what do you want to be when you grow up? And me saying, I want to be a physical therapist to, putting myself where I am now, having an online (laughs) fitness, hope coaching (laughs) business while I'm working on writing an airplane book, which was my other thing is that I wanted to write. So let's do this. Whatever it is, do it. it. Just do it. Do it. (laughs) Find the time, man. That's right. It's going to be great. Uh, So, you know, you giggled and you stole the show with your last bit. So I'm just going to let it fly. It's fine. They're, they're not here for me. <laughs> yes, they are. Anything bad? Just say no. No. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You say whatever you want. All right. Well, anyway, hey, 
So we hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. Um, there, we said it on the show, so That's we can right. technically use the hashtag now. We are grateful for you guys. Oh, <laughs> another one. And appreciative for yes. every listen, every comment, every every everything. Just holidays, gratitude. That's right. Hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> That's right, all the things. All we right. mean it sincerely. Pandering the algorithm. All right, we love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Hope you like the show. Hope you took something away from it. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.